Welcome to the Christian Music Industry Podcast, powered by ChristianMusicMarketing.com. We are here to help Christian musicians, songwriters, and artists connect with one another, learn from one another, and to pull back the curtain to give you a behind-the-scenes look at the Christian music industry. Let's get started. Hi, Maria. I was just telling everyone that you're joining us from a really exciting place. Yes. Do you want to tell everybody where you currently live? Totally. I live um, in Maui, Hawaii. So it's, yes, as beautiful and as of a paradise you could imagine just when you say the words Maui. It is. (laughs) Yeah. But um, at times it is a little like we're on an island as well and just feeling so far away at times. So perks and at times kind of like. Oh, I wish we were closer, but hey, mm. it's incredible. We've been out here for, yeah, almost 10 years in Hawaii, so. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. That's like my fantasy is to live in Hawaii and, you, you know, know at the do I tell you, th- yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, I think the fantasy is real that you're thinking you're at the beach every day, you're sipping mm-hmm. your latte or your smoothie and it's just or amazing. your coconut water. <laughs> yes, or your coconut water. Um yeah, but then it's funny living here. It's a total different, you know. Yeah. We barely mm. make it to the beach. We're driving to school. We're, you know, it's just the very normal stuff, you know, that yeah. you're doing. And you realize you have to really force yourself to, like, take in all that Maui has to offer, you know. So, um, mm. yes. but Yeah. At least, like, you don't get comments like I do, like, what made you move to <laughs> what made you move to Kansas or want to move right. to Kansas? You know? Yes, like, what's it's out true. There? Yeah. <laughs> I could see that. I could totally see that. Everyone kind of right expects and knows like, oh, you live in Maui. And the funny yeah. thing is when we moved out here and we were coming out here, both um, my husband and I came out here to work with YWAM. And so, um, and that's how we met. And, but with that, you know, it's like, I'm going to go do missions, you know, like out of college or I'm, you know, leaving. He, he had a construction company and he left to go do missions, but then we're like, we're going to go do missions in Maui. And people were, you know, are kind of like, okay, yes, I, I see you. I see the Lord working in you. And I trust that you're going to really go and serve the Lord. But in Maui, like, what does that, you know, even look like, but (laughs) yeah, it would be a funny hand in hand, like serve the Lord in Maui. It's like, I want to do that. Like, how can I do that? (laughs) Um, Funny story. When I was in college, I was living in California and we did a summer mission trip for like a week to Kauai with YWAM. And yeah, it was funny cool. raising, trying to raise money for that, <laughs> like through car washes and stuff. And people were like, oh, sure. You go to Hawaii for a mission trip. You know? <laughs> like, yes. Sure. I know. I know. I did a missions trip with um, this missions organization. I don't know if you know, like um, Teen Mania Ministries way back oh, in yeah. the day, Ron Luce, Acquire the Fires, yeah. like all that. And I would go do their mission trips in the summer. Um, they had what global expeditions they were called, and that was the first time I ever went to Hawaii. We went to the big island, um, to Hilo, and it was that was oh my gosh, so long ago. That was probably in 2003, 2002. And I remember just feeling so interested in like, what is this place, Hawaii? I never thought and never knew mm. of Hawaii in my mind, like, it wasn't part of my world, and then here. <laughs> 
we are. <laughs> so it was wild. It was that was the first time I ever came out here. So yeah. That's so cool. I feel like even just being here in Nashville for the past year, it's amazing how many more of my friends have come to visit. Yes. You know? Like I if you it. live somewhere cool, people are like, hey, wanna yes. hang out in a few I know. And there's many, <laughs> many yeah, it's amazing. And it's incredible how many awesome places there are. Like as cool as Maui is, like to us that's Nashville. And we're like, oh Nashville, anytime yeah. we can get over there, we're like, we're coming. <laughs> We're coming. So, well, yeah. Wisdom and I are waiting on our invites to Maui, but we will yeah. be there soon. They're here. It's here. Yeah. I mean, I hear, yeah, it's like come, come as quickly as you can because <laughs> <laughs> it's good. Tourism is, is rocking right now. So. <laughs> Noted. Um, yeah. Well, Maria, thank you for joining us. Yes, Wisdom and I both know you. Yeah, it's great to have you. <laughs> and we're so excited for everyone else to get to meet you on this stream yeah. and hear a little more about you, what you do, what you're passionate about, oh. and some exciting things that you might right. have coming up that we may or may not know about. Um, but usually we start these with some fun questions. Um, okay, so I'm going to pick some. And then you can also okay. decline, you know, you can plead the fifth and be like, no, this one's not for me. If don't. that's what you want. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I don't know. Give me a challenge. I don't back down. So let's go. <laughs> okay. Okay. This is one of my favorite ones. But what is one of your biggest irrational or funny fears? Oh, Lord. That's so a good question. Um, irrational, funny fears. Mm -hmm. Do I even have any? I mean... Irrational being like, it's just that would never happen. Kind of like, yeah. it's just crazy. However, <laughs> however you want to define it. We'll leave it open to interpretation. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Let's go to the next question because I literally can't okay, think great. of anything and let's not okay. stall here. That's fine. That's fine. That's fine. <laughs> okay. If you could collaborate with anybody, who would it be? Oh, that is so cool. Oh my gosh. So many people. Um... Oh my gosh. I wish we had these ahead of time. So I could <laughs> no, that's, that's why they're oh rapid fire. It's like, yes, who pops it's just who's head. coming to mind. Mm -hmm. um, so many people constantly come to mind. And okay, you want to know who? Lecrae. Oh, <laughs> he's actually watching right now. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> what if, <laughs> what, I'm what like, if I know I've about? thought of this and I've said this out loud so many times. It's just one of those. I'm like, I hear his stuff and I always am like, how cool if I just did like a little melody hook and he can just like, mm. just spit it out, you know? And go, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that's such a great answer. Um, okay. What's something random that really annoys you? Ooh, something random that really annoys me. I think would be, oh, Lord help me. You guys, I'm pulling blanks. What annoys me, you guys? Um, I think just sometimes people. <laughs> <laughs> just blanket statement. Can we just be honest? <laughs> totally. Totally. Here we go. We'll just keep it super blanket statement. There we go. <laughs> that is great. Okay, this one should be easy. What's okay. the first thing that you do when you get up in the morning? Oh, well, I'd like to say I just sit right. down and I'm like opening my Bible and I'm just woo there. But um, I mean, the first thing is I brush my teeth. So oh. <laughs> the very, that that's the very first thing. That's you the like very first thing I do. Like, wow. I go right to brush my teeth. It is. Okay. A, it's like I feel like I wake up as I'm 
you know, just giving my teeth its hygiene and, you know, yeah, it's just, okay. There you go. (laughs) All right. Two more, just two more. Um, and your ranking of household chores, which one is your least favorite? Let's see. My least favorite is laundry. Um, and I say that not out of the like I have diligence to do it, but I'm realizing like, you really don't like this because I will do the load and then I will dry it. And sometimes that takes a day or two going from <laughs> washing to sure, drying sure. because I forget it's in the washer to go to dryer. And then it comes out. And so I'm telling you, laundry can take sometimes three to four days for me because I'm like, now it's in the basket and it's sitting in the basket clean, but I need to fold it and then put it away. And it's just this whole process. And I'm like, why do I do this to myself? Why do I take so long to do laundry? So I think if that's something I could just be like done for me, mm-hmm. I would... I would take that. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Laundry. I think so that has laundry. been the most popular response by people. Really? Okay. Yeah. yeah. Which is so odd to me because I love doing the laundry only because I'll just accumulate it until it's like all dry on a bed somewhere and then yes. I'll watch TV and just hold sure. it all. No. And that is a really, time. that's really fun. I've done that <laughs> as well, you know, or you put a sermon on or something and you're just like, this yeah. is amazing. But it's like, it takes forever to get to that point for me. So I'm like, I need to figure some things out. (laughs) Get to the root of that. What is it? Um, So. (laughs) All right. Last one. Very last one. What is the worst haircut that you've ever had? Oh, yes. So when I was (laughs) younger, um, I was in fact, I had really long curly hair like growing up like that's just that was what I was born with um and I was obsessed with like I need to wear it short short give it to me short so I literally cut to here like it was like straight up bowl cut like to here and then like bangs and I thought it was just like the coolest thing ever like I was just like give me short hair and so it's so funny because since then I've never gone short like since like and I was like around kindergarten first grade like I've never gone short and I'm always saying now I'm like oh I want to do something fresh get you know a shortcut and I just cannot do it because I think that I think just did it for me <laughs> I got it out of my system so <laughs> that's amazing yeah. Uh, so yeah well sorry uh, if you have really short hair that's a good thing <laughs> I'm sure you look amazing <laughs> just want to say that <laughs> Yeah, we don't want to offend anybody with no, short no, hair. No, no, no. Rock it. You <laughs> got it. Do it. So. Uh, uh, I love to hear because, um, you know, I I love diversity in the body of Christ. And yes. I, I think there's something to, you know, diversity and like the way that God created us different. If right. he wanted us all the same, he would have created us all the same, you know. And That's I think mm-hmm. uh, oftentimes we don't see that reflected in a lot of the industries, you know, that mm-hmm. we're in, like in, uh, yeah. as Christians, um, especially like local churches. A lot of times, you know, it's hard to see that, you know, represented. Um, but I know like you have an interesting background. Uh, I'd love for you to share your like heritage, your you know, ethnic yeah. background, and also how that influences you Mm. as a worship leader as an artist great yes so my background is colombian and honduran but then i was born 
in the Midwest, good old Midwest, <laughs> Minnesota, don't you know, out there. So it was by far the most unique clashing of cultures, let's just say that, like um, growing up in a house with a very Colombian mother and then walking out the door and it's like every Scandinavian Finnish beautiful person you could think of and then, you know, there I am. So um, growing up in that, it was, it was a unique um, just balancing and especially as a, as a young girl, just figuring out, you know, like this is part, this is who you are. And then yet around me being very influenced with what I was seeing around me and just like, okay, so do I adapt or do I like grow to know more of who I am, my culture and like, um, yeah, where I came from. And my mom did an incredible job with just exposing me to um, our culture. We lived in Colombia for a few years. She, she did missions. She did, um, YWAM as well back in her days and um and I would go along with her just on her trips and so from a young age I was exposed to um just many cultures um especially in the Latin American world and then other countries as well um through missions and through just my mom just wanting to I think expose me being an only child um to just you know what's around and the world being that it's very big and what's out there and kind of just, I think, expand um, my view. And so, um, yeah, that affected a lot in just of recognizing how many different people there are out there, different cultures out there. And I think, if anything, grew my love just for people, like, period. Like, I'm just a people lover through and through. Somebody knew, like, I want to meet you. And, um, and then especially within... Um, our heritage within Colombia. I don't know much about Honduras because that was on my dad's side and he was never in the picture. And it's a country I do want to visit someday and and come to know um, and know the people from there. But um, more, I've been more, um, I guess, just connected to Colombia and its culture. And um, through that have come to know just um, really the passion that I have where it comes from and just it's in our veins just in the way um whatever you are passionate about you go after just full fully wholeheartedly holding nothing back obviously in very expressive ways and all that and so um that's something now in my later years as I've come to know more of just who I am who I am in the Lord how he made me being really grateful and not seeing that so much as uh, a setback or being different when I was younger, it was hard at times. Um, but now seeing that as like, whoa, like to see, to see him, to, to express worship, to express, you know, who he is through, through how he's, you know, just revealing himself to me in just those special ways and unique ways. It, it, it meets individuals in ways that, um, you know, they're just like, I, I've never encountered God in that way before or um, whatever it may be. And so um, it's been so incredible and I see it now as such a, a, a gift and something I appreciate. Whereas I'm probably before I was more like, Oh, I'm from Minnesota. Like I know I look a little different and it's okay. You know, but now it's just like, no, I'm, I'm a Latin American woman and I can be proud of that. And I can allow that part of me out in all that I do, especially when it comes to music and, and, um, and worship and just, um, and it's not so much that it's like, you're like rolling your R's all the time or you're singing in this certain way or whatever. I mean, other than if you're singing in Spanish, but I think it's just a matter of just 
in who we are, God has just created us so uniquely, like you're saying, and in that expression and in, in us being who we are, we see a glimpse of God in a new way and we see him in a different way. And, and, and through that, others are going to encounter him in a way that they, may, they maybe never have before. And so, um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. And I feel like I'm just beginning to, to walk in that as, um, like in my, my first EP, I recorded one of the songs in Spanish and it was just like a breakthrough moment, not having really sung a lot in Spanish. And it was just like something else unfolded in that. I think when you sing in a different language or, um, you take on a way of a different culture in the area of worshiping God, it is powerful because you see um, God just come and meet you in a new way, um, which is so incredible to think our God of like all these people and nations and created us all. So it's exciting because I want to explore that more and I want to um, be available for whatever he has in the area of um, Spanish um, worship leading in Spanish or just anything involving Latin American culture. So, yeah. Yeah, that's incredible. Thank you for sharing all of that, Maria. I love the idea of thinking about how everyone's unique heritage and background like brings out different facets of who God is and potentially displays those different pieces of him to, you know, the watching world. Like what a great, (laughs) what a great way to explain that. Like, that's so incredible and really gives you an idea then too of what heaven will be like when there's all these people of yes. all different tribes and nations and tongues mm-hmm. and they're all yeah. reflecting God, you know, the pieces of God that they uniquely were connected to or whatever. Um, exactly. Here. Like exactly. that's so cool. Yes. So, yes. It's powerful. Love mm-hmm. Yeah. Love that explanation. Um, tell everybody a little bit about how you even got into writing music then. I know Wisdom mentioned that you did um, some time with YWAM and just, yeah, maybe share with people how you even got into that and, you know, where that sort of led you, I guess now. Yeah. Um, so getting into it was, I think a matter of just, it was, it was something I was already doing. I didn't necessarily know though it was songwriting. So, um, one of the things I've adapted and, and just whenever I'm, spending time with God. Um, and we all have different ways we do it. And we've all heard of like, and then I journal and, you know, and you have just whether you, um, yeah, whether you're praying, writing, or whether you're responding to what you're, you're taking in through just writing things out. Um, and as I did it, I didn't know right off the bat that it was something that like, Oh, this is just what I'm going to do, or this is what I'm called Mm -hmm. to. But, um, it was a matter of realizing that my heart was just able to be set free as I was just writing, mm. you know, it was, it was, it had an outlet unlike um, other ways, like whether it's talking or um, yeah, any other vehicle of like being able to express something that's inside. And so with writing, I was just finding that I was able to express what I probably would be afraid to say, or, you know, not have um, the courage to say. So yeah, I think as I would do that more and then alongside of just um, leading worship, um, growing in that of, of just leading in, in, in my own time, especially, I think that's one of the biggest things in my own time, finding time to just express unto the Lord through song, through whatever, just what I was thinking, what I was feeling. And um, 
that's really like where it kind of was like, I need to write this down. So it would be, it would happen. And then I'm like, I need to write this down <laughs> like because mm-hmm. it would just come out. And so um, songwriting kind of came through just my own time with God in, in discovering, like, I feel so much more just myself and I can express myself to you in these places, in these moments. And, um, and in that I would just start to, to write what I was saying. And obviously the heart and the love for, for music, the heart and the love for just, um, singing. I mean, it's been since I was a young girl, like just always my thing, but as I grew and figured out, like, more onto what the purpose of that could be of like finding those passions that we all have. And I think it's so amazing because when we just give those to God, he gives those, um, those passions a purpose. And in that you can find life because you're like, Oh, I, this is what I was made to do. This is how I know what I'm called to, you know? Mm-hmm. And so, um, in that, I think, um, that's where it began. I'm definitely still growing. I am by far not like the best, you know, out there, but it's something that I'm discovering that I can continue to um, do and to grow and learn more about. But again, it all just came from just my own kind of worship times with the Lord where um, I realized like, okay, there's something here to share. There's something here that I want to take a piece of and, 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 and give to, give out to the world and see if that can be of any encouragement, any hope, you know, unto just um, Jesus and, and see where it goes. And so, um, yeah, it's continually growing, but that's kind of where it, it started. That's really good. I, I kind of feel like for a lot of artists, Christian artists these days, that piece is kind of missing of, you know, mm-hmm. being in that secret place of worshiping, yeah. you know, just in a private secret setting, you know, um, that intimacy, you know, um, yes. in our relationship mm-hmm. with God. And a lot of times I think in the Christian music industry, it could be easy to get caught up in the production of it, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. producing the songs, producing the hits, you know, the radio yeah. songs. Uh, the CCLI top songs and things like that. Um, and I, I think that we all have that uh, in us to hunger for that, you know, and desire yeah. that. And maybe there's artists that are watching now or listening to it later that have that hunger, but they don't even know where to start to have that mm-hmm. intimacy with us. So can you speak to that and encourage uh, people that might be listening? Yes. Um where to start with that? I think it's coming to terms again and having just a moment of like, like, like God, you, you've done so much in my life. Like you've done so much for me. I mean, I'm I'm assuming you're a believer. I'm assuming um, as, as the artists out there um, that you come to this place over and over and over again of like, where would I be if it wasn't for you, God, you know, like I, I just need to take a moment to thank you. I just need to take a moment to just worship you, just to just to stop right now and all that's going on around in my little world and just to say, like, Lord, I I want to come to you and just just love love on you and just love you. And I think as we that that takes a moment of humility, that takes a moment of, of sacrifice of time, a sacrifice of whatever it is else that we have going on just to cut a little sliver and just to be like, Lord, like, can I first just acknowledge you and, and just calling to remembrance what he has done in our lives. Um, 
And from that point, I believe it'll just take you like, like as you, as we just draw near to the Lord, he draws near to us. Like he says, and I think in that you just all of a sudden get taken on this, this highway of just, you just go like your heart all of a sudden finds its purpose when you are worshiping the Lord. And it's, and it's so much more, I think, if not more than the stage, than the band, than all of the amazing high crazy events that can happen around surrounding that involving that. Um, but really we're here where we just go, Lord, here's my heart. Like I'm opening it up to you. I'm, I'm, I'm just expressing to you what it's on it. And you may not even have Thanksgiving in that moment. You may have a burden to just be like, I need to like, let this off and let this go. And the moment we do, man, he responds to us. And so I think a step towards intimacy is, is um, just opening up our hearts and taking a moment and stopping unto him and just being like, God, can you meet me here? I want to meet with Mm. you here. And just that acknowledgement from within, because that's all he sees anyways. So it doesn't Mm -hmm. have to look like you got your candle and your thing and whatever, you know, (laughs) like you can just be walking down the street and you're just like, God, like, hi, like, I just want to meet with you. Like, come meet me. And he's just like, okay, yes. Like that's, that's their hearts right there. Like this, they're, they're bringing me their hearts and that's all I want. And I think from there, we just come to see, and as he meets us, because he always does, um, we see how good he is. And and from there, we're able just to respond in the ways that I believe he's individually created us to, to just meet with him. And that can be through song, that can be through dance, that can be through so many creative aspects that, I mean, shoots, you can bake for the Lord. Like, go bake some bread if that's what you feel alive doing and you just are mm-hmm. connecting with him, praying, like, whatever it is. But I'm or laundry. Is it? Or laundry, <laughs> yes. And so, I mean, all of, it's just, it's so incredible because in that, that intimacy is developed as you are just inviting mm-hmm. him into those places, opening your heart to him to let him speak. And I think out of the outflow of that, worship just comes and it can be in so many different forms. So... Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think that's that that is the key. Like what you're talking about is like real intimacy with God is like the invitation for him to join you in the everyday because that's what he you know, he wants to be the one like guiding and, you know, paving our paths like yes. And unless we surrender those moment by moment choices and decisions to him, like we're not really walking in step with him. So I think you're spot on and explaining it that way. And I hope if you're watching this and you're confused about how to build intimacy with God, that you figure out in your head, like, wow, these are the things I enjoy most. How do I invite God into those moments with me and give them back to him? Like whatever skills or gifts or, you know, whatever it may be. Exactly. And it's just like this moment right now, how we're on Instagram live, like God is live 24 seven. Okay, and he has requested you to join. So at any point in time, just press that button. However it is that you you feel your heart just opening and, and, and connecting to just, hi, Lord, here I am. I don't keep saying hi, but he's just like, hi. Um, and he's there. And so, yeah, just completely reiterating what you're saying. Um, mm. He's ready to meet with us. So, yeah, it reminds me of being a kid and reading that verse pray without ceasing and as a kid you're like that sounds terrible like i'm just gonna sit here on my knees all day or you know whatever right you think of the most yeah yeah exactly the most extreme and then i (laughs) remember having a teacher who explained it like 
No, it just means that all day you're like consistently checking in with God to the point that when something comes up that's not of God or you sin or, you know, whatever, it's like you're so in step with the spirit that that thing immediately calls you to repentance, that the conviction is there, the, you know, God, I'm uncertain about this decision. What do I do? Blah, blah, blah. Mm -hmm. And mm-hmm. I, once I understood that, I was like, oh, this verse isn't so crazy anymore. No, but. no. And you, and it's, and too, you realize how much of a relationship this is, you know, like pray without ceasing. It's almost like you and your bestie, like you want to be talking all the time or doing everything mm-hmm. together. You just can imagine. And that's, that's in a sense who he is. It's just like, stay connected just to him, you know, and, and, or he's saying like, stay connected to me because I have a whole lot that I want to share with you. And I want to hear a whole lot that you want to give to me and share with me. And so um, I find it so like you're saying with the whole imagining prayer, it's like we imagine God to be at times this like, I don't know, like either this robot that you have to just be like, you know, do it Mm -hmm. in a certain way or be a certain. And it's just like, no, he just says, come, he just says, come. And, um, It's just amazing to see, and I think for me in my own life, in my own walk with him, how much more personal God has become in the Mm. sense of um, like any other person I'm in relationship. I think marriage does a huge leap of growth in that as well. But like, you know, just the the intimacy, the walking with through the tough, through the good, the, the realizing that he is fully God, fully man, and he can relate and understand, you know, as, as humans. And he wants to connect with us in those ways. Um, and for us to respond and connect with him in those ways of just like a normal person, but yet a holy God, like, you know, it's just like a very, like, you know, amazing, just complex thing to take in. But at the same time, I think in that there becomes so much freedom and in that freedom we come to know so much more of who he is and discover mm. more of who he's calling us and, and who we are becoming. Mm. So. Oh. That's really good stuff and a great reminder for all of us, I think, um, especially in these, you know, weird times that we're in with yes. lots of crazy things happening, <laughs> you know, and mm-hmm. uh, really like, we need to have that firm foundation in Jesus and our relationship with him. So thanks for sharing that. And I can't yeah. believe our time is pretty much up. What? <laughs> the time is from. It went so yeah. fast. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Like, uh, we need a couple more hours. <laughs> oh, let's keep going. No. Uh, but yeah, thanks so much for joining us. I'd love for you to share what's coming up for you, what, you know, people should be looking out for um, on your journey as an artist, a mom, a follower of Christ. Yes. I mean, coming up, let's see. Well, at 1230, I have to go clean the bathrooms at my son's school. (laughs) That's real life. Yeah. On the real. Um, But, you know, a more fun, maybe like exciting thing is um, October 1st, I'll be releasing uh, my next single. It's called Only You. So be out on the lookout for just some fun sneak peeks and, um, you know, all the things, just a pre-save link, all the things that you will need to be set up to be able to hear that the moment it comes out. So that's exciting because, um, yeah, like you said, we've been in wild times and it's been a wild chunk of months in these last like eight, nine months. But um, thankfully God's been so just good in the midst of it and so faithful mm-hmm. and allowing for music to continually um, still be, be done. And, and so, um, that is something I've been really excited and anticipating for the moment that music kind of starts getting to be shared again. And so, um, 
that's that's the most exciting thing I think coming up so far <laughs> is that release. So oh, yeah, we're pumped yeah. about it too. So. Yes, yeah, can't wait. Um, share too, Maria. Where can people find you if they either want to make sure they stay in touch with the songs and what's coming out, or just make sure they know how they can get in touch with you in general? Yeah, I think the biggest way is just through Instagram. Um, if you just look up Marie Hillman, there I am. Um, and you can just stay connected through that. I'm trying to get better at, you know, keeping a flow of <laughs> what's happening. But I mean, I think you guys would get tired of all the photos of like monster trucks and laundry <laughs> baskets. Okay. <laughs> that's my life. Um, no. And then, you know, Spotify, you can find me on Spotify, iTunes, um, YouTube as well. So if you just look up my name, there she is. And um, that's just a way that I will hopefully be continuing to just share all that's going on and to keep you posted and updated. So, yeah. Yeah. Well, thank you so much, Maria, for being here and for it's sharing. It's been so good. Yeah. Thanks for coming on and sharing so openly and uh, in a, such a spiritually convicting way. I feel like I need to go oh. pray after this. And <laughs> no, girl. I'll go make do sure. laundry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for real. Yes. Um, but yeah. yeah, thank you so much for coming on. Everyone, make sure you check out Maria's new single on October 1st. I'm sure you'll be sharing yes. about it soon um, so people yes. can save it. Priyata, et cetera. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, Maria, thank you so much. Yes, and thank you. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks everybody no, for tuning it. in yes. and we'll see you guys next week. Same time, okay. same place. Yes. Bye guys. All right. Bye. Bye. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Christian Music Industry Podcast, powered by Christian Music Marketing. To find out how we can partner with you to increase your impact and influence with integrity, please visit our website, christianmusicmarketing.com, or check us out on Instagram, at christianmusicmarketing. See you next time.